All right, all right. So, ooh, those are scary. Uh, Dan was right. Um, so, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not Dan. Uh, my name is Dalton. Uh, first of all, I'll do a little bit of my testimony. Uh, I started coming to church here in seventh grade. Uh, I went to camp. Uh, life-changing experience up until that point. Uh, it was kind of just going through the motions. My family was raising me in church. Uh, so, I mean, up until that point, I kind of realized, you know, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to. Uh, you got to live every part of your life for God. So that, uh, that kind of woke me up a little bit. And uh, seventh grade camp was just a uh, life-changing experience. So the first thing we're going to speak on is uh, giving God your all. And uh, a little bit of that is, uh, a, part, a small part of that is even when you just come to church, um, talking to your friends during the service, uh, that's not really paying attention, getting on your cell phones, um, anything like that. You just got to, I mean, it's it's 100%. You got to be there all the time. Uh, so the first verse we're going to look at is Romans 12. Um, and that reads, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasuring to God. This is your true and proper worship. Alright, so first of all, uh, what is a sacrifice? Uh, the literal definition of this is sacrifice. An act of slaughtering an animal or person, surrendering, surrendering a possession as an offering to God or a divine supernatural figure. Um, so uh, so why, why sacrifice? Um, now that we know what sacrifice is. So why would we sacrifice? Um, so... The reason we need to sacrifice is because Jesus was the living sacrifice for us. Uh, that's kind of a, I mean, that makes sense to me. He sacrificed for us, so why, why would we not want to sacrifice for him? Um, and it's not a literal sacrifice. Go burn yourself. and you know, It's not a literal sacrifice. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, why, how would we all get here? Uh, you know, I think that's a pretty good reason to, uh, to, be, to be a living sacrifice for God. That makes sense to me. Um, and you're thinking, so, all right, how, how, how do we be a living sacrifice? Now that we know what it is, um, uh, how do we do that? And that brings us to Romans 12, 2, the next ver- 12, 2 is the next verse. And it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Um, so that's how you do it. And that's why we need to do it and how we need to be a sacrifice. Uh, so that's going to bring us to our next point. Um, it's going to be loving God. And that's Matthew twenty-two, thirty-seven. And before we read it, uh, I'm going to do a little bit of a, a background on this, connect the story to a little bit. Uh, if, you, if you know me well enough, you know that my grandfather passed away not too long ago. Uh, he was a strong believer, in, uh, strong believer in God, and he believed that, as it says in the Bible, to love your spouse as in Christ loved the church. And uh, he passed away of dementia, but um, it got to the point where dementia is where you start forgetting things. You don't remember anything. You don't know what's going on around you. Um, and it got, so, it got to the point where even when he went to his house, he didn't know who I was, didn't know how I was related, didn't know who my mom was, and that's his daughter. Uh, he didn't know who his son was. He didn't know anybody, but he knew that his wife in the back room, he knew who she was and everything that had ever happened to them. Um, he, <laughs> I remember on Valentine's Day, uh, he, he obviously couldn't drive. I remember on Valentine's Day, uh, he hadn't gotten anything. And when we told her it was Valentine's Day, he, he started crying. And uh, it, was just, it just amazed me that 
even through all this, he knew what Valentine's Day was and that how much he loved her. It made him cry that he couldn't drive to the store and get her something for Valentine's Day. So we had to drive him to the store uh, on Valentine's Day, get a card and some roses, and uh, he was satisfied. So, uh, so I mean, that's just, I don't know, that amazes me that just that kind of love, that's how we're supposed to show to God. Um, so the verse says, Matthew 22, 37. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Uh, what this means is that above anything else, uh, money, sports, girlfriends, boyfriends, uh, above anything else, you should love God. Um, and that also means that when you have a boyfriend or girlfriend and they're not a believer, uh, and it's getting in the way, you know, it's getting in the way of your relationship with God, it's, it's got to stop. Sports, if that gets in the way of God, you got to slack off. Uh, anything like that. Money, your job, if it comes down to you can't go to church on Sunday because you have to work, or you can't go to church on Wednesday because you have to work, you got to drop it. you got to, you know, say, i got to have this day off or I can't work anymore, you know. Uh, there's nothing more important than God. You, I mean, it's got to be everything. Um... And loving God should also almost, uh, I know Keith spoke on this a while back, I don't know if you were here, uh, I know when you love God, it almost ha- it, you have to love God so much that it almost looks like hate to your family and friends, um, but that doesn't mean literally hate your family and friends, but I mean you should love him so much that it almost looks like hate to everyone else, um, aside from that. So, uh, now what does it look like to give God your all? So... Uh, our next thing that we're going to go into is rebellious. Um, uh, I've spoke, I spoke to a friend about this a while back. Uh, it makes sense to me. It's just something that's weighing on me. Uh, I was listening to a song uh, on a CD that I have, and it comes to a part where a preacher speech in the ba- speaking in the background, and he says that everyone is sinning. You want to be rebellious, you know. Everyone is sinning, so it's no longer, It's not a rebellion to sin anymore, you know. Um, so if we got all these kids running around, they want to ride motorcycles and do crazy stuff to be rebellious, not listen to their parents, you know, not listen to authority. They want to be rebellious. Well, that's what everyone is doing. That's so tired. That's what everyone is doing. Being rebellious against authority is what everyone is doing. Um, so honestly, at this point, following God is the only rebellion we have left. Um, so that brings us into Second Timothy two twenty one. And that says, oops, uh, that says, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful for the master of the house, ready for ready for every good work. All right. So, all of you better raise your hand for this, or I don't know how you got to where you are. Who can tell me what set apart means? Literally, what is it? You. What? Alright. Anybody else? Set apart. Come on. It's two it's two words. It's so easy. Come on. Keith, what is it? To be different. To be different. What do you mean? Wow. Different from what? Different from the rest of the world. Okay, exactly. Alright, so the verse once again says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. Um, and that's just, that's, there's nothing else to say. That's definitely the definition of how we should live. If you claim to be a Christian, cleansed of every dishonorable thing, you are not going to look like 
the average Joe. You're not going to look like the guy in school who is just partying every weekend, doing all that crazy. You're not going to look like that. Somebody, everybody's going to see that you are set apart. That should be how radical it is. Um, so uh, now that we know what it is, so every one of you knows what that means, right? Everyone knows what that verse means. So if we know what it is, then why can't we do it? We have no excuse not to. Um, we just have no excuse not to not to follow it. If we if we claim that we are cleansed of every dishonorable thing, then we have no excuse not to be set apart. We have no excuse not to be um, noticed as in not being the same as everyone else. Um, so we that the, our next verse that we're going to take a glance at is going to be Hebrews three seven through eight. says so as the holy spirit says today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness um if you don't know what it means it's kind of saying um if he if you're hearing god speaking like okay i'm not saying that i'm god all right if you're hearing what your preacher says on sundays and you're just taking it in you walk out of church and you don't even know what he says uh that's that's hardening your hearts to what God has to say to you. You have no chance of ever being saved if you just walk into church, sit down, sing your song, leave, and go get something to eat. If you're thinking through whole church, what am I going to get to eat after this? <laughs> you're not getting anything. You're not. You're, you're hardening your hearts to what God has to say to you. You have no chance of ever um, actually being saved if you if you just you, you, He can't speak to you. Um, so when it actually is your time to be saved, you're not. You're going to miss it. You're going to miss your time to be saved if you harden your hearts when He's trying to speak to you. So uh, that was kind of short, but that's all I have to say to you guys. We're going to pray real quick. Uh, dear Lord, we thank you today for letting us get here safely and for the day that we had. I know everybody had fun with their homecoming week, dressing up, having fun. Uh, I just pray. I just thank you, God, for uh, giving me this opportunity, and I thank you for speaking your word through me and everything you do. Amen. Man, let's give him a hand again. Can, can I, t- I tell y'all, it it takes a lot of guts to stand in front of you because y'all are ugly. As well. no, I'm kidding, but. Y'all are scary, scary looking, and you're not supposed to be scary until t- tomorrow. But um, I know, but some of you don't have to dress up. Hey, man. Woo! Man, I just say that out loud. I thought it. I don't think you heard me. Hey, hey, you know, what I like what Dalton had to say. Know, know the part I loved about what Dalton had to say, and it's this, and don't miss it. Um, it, it's it's really important to him in his own life, and he doesn't just show it in the words that he says, but he strives and fights to live it out. Uh, I, I've been impressed. I'm impressed with a lot of y'all a lot of times, um, and I don't really get the opportunity to share. And so this isn't just like the only student I've ever been impressed with. But through the years as a high schooler, as he went into the ninth grade, he would he would speak to our. He thought we were in 11th or 12th grade when he saw them out of line. He'd speak in, in front of their friends going, dude, what, what are you doing? We just got back f- f- from camp like two w- weeks, weeks, w- weeks ago. He didn't stutter. You know, but anyways, uh, he said, why do you have to talk like that? You know, what, I, and, and just shame, shamed him, not in his own because he's better than them. It shamed him because a, a young man spoke to one that wasn't so young and said, dude, get it right. So I've been encouraged. I'm very 
encouraged by him, as well as many of you that speak up, that take that chance to speak out, to speak up. And the part of, man, it's a fight to give God honor and glory. It's a it's, and it's not like, oh, okay, Dalton, thanks, man. I've got it. And you leave here, and you're going to have it down, and you're going to be like, whoa, I got it. No, man, you're going to struggle. You, but but you got to fight for it every day, sometimes every hour. Wait, sometimes every minute. Wait, sometimes every every sec, a second. You, you're doing good for five seconds, and then you bomb it the next ten seconds. You know, it's just it's hard, but it's worth it. I mean, and, and when God's voice speaks to you and we I- I- ignore it, your heart becomes hard. You don't even know it. We don't even know it. When he speaks to you and you go, I, I don't have time for that. Don't, don't make any jokes. But, you know, your heart just gets numb to the voice of God. And pretty soon you're not going to hear his voice. And that's where I want none of you to ever get to. Now, let me share this. And I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. It might be a, a little short tonight. That, that's all good. The God's word was shared. His truth was shared. A challenge is set forth on, because we all know what set apart means. Um, now do it. Right? Do it. <clears throat> Who here past week has gotten to bring up God in conversation? Don't raise your hand. Just clap like this. A couple of y'all? A couple of y'all? Who here has gotten to, to talk about heaven or what do you think it takes for a person to get to heaven? Have we had a few? Who here has gotten to actually bring up the name of J-E-S-U-S? Hmm? A couple of y'all? Jesus, yeah. Um, we aren't going to meet in our small groups this week, but we're going to meet next week. And our small groups are in here, too. We have the edge. We're going to teach some, and then we'll sort of share in small groups about how we got to share. So you've got another week to do it. If you weren't here this past week, I've got a few few of these left. They're bracelets um, that have a witnessing tool that, to talk about Christ. If you can put the uh, that right there, that's what's on them. And, and who here got to use this at all this week? A few. Dad, it. Look at that. I'm going to cry. That's good, people. Now, let, listen. I hope. I hope this. Wait a second. I hope you're encouraged by what Dalton shared tonight. And this week, you, you, some of you are going, Dad, it. I just didn't get to. I didn't take the chance. Not that I didn't get it. I didn't take it. A lot of times we just, it's there. We just don't take it. You've got another week here. Man, take it. Take the chance. Be set apart for God's honor and glory. This is what it means. The one that points down means he came. Who came? Jesus. Jesus came. And he died on a cross as a payment for our sins. The cross did not kill him. Our sins and the weight of those sins and his death, that is what killed him on the cross. He died on a cross. The third thing is he what? He arose. He overcame death and the grave. Overcome, overcame the power of sin to prove that he, he was God. And the one that goes up means that he ascended. He went back up to the right hand of the throne of God to intercede to us, to rule and to reign with God. That's where he had always been in the beginning. And the one that points down is what? He's coming back. And man, we better be ready. And we don't know the day, the hour, the time, but he's going to come back. And next week we're, we're going to really talk about that, about the story of the sheep and the goats, and that everyone um, will, if, if it comes to that time, it's too late for them to choose. Their choice has been made. And we, don't, we want everybody to have a choice, so that's why we share our faith. So let me encourage you to share your faith. If you don't have one of these, see me right when I wrap up in prayer. And Dalton, thank you, buddy, for uh, for sharing tonight. I appreciate it. Let's give him a hand one, one more time. There you go. Oh, wow. Standing O. I don't ever get a standing ovation, y'all. No, I'm kidding. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for tonight, the chance to be here, Lord, the chance to hear your truth sp- spoken. And, uh, Lord, I 
thank you that your word is full of such power. And Lord, may we live lives that give you honor and glory. May we fight to love you with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, Lord. And when we get tired, may we just continue to strive forth. And um, Lord, when pe- when when people rebel, and even our friends do, um, may we bold, be bold enough in love to tell them that they're dumb in love and um, that God has got such a bigger and better plan. Lord, for each one here, Lord, give them the, the, um, the courage to talk about you, to talk about heaven and our need for you, and to talk about your son Jesus and his love for all and what he gave. Help us just know what to say. Uh, And Lord, I thank you for each one here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I've got some of these left.